Welcome to TUF Extra. This is Notch. Jeff and I had a chance to go to Minnesota United's first training on Tuesday, February 2nd, and we spoke to their new assistant coach, Ian Fuller, and midfielder Jamie Watson. You'll hear Ian's interview first, followed by Jamie's, and you might also hear Northern Pitch's Brian Corsad asking some of these questions. So let's hear from Ian first. Now, you also made the transition with Orlando, right, when they were moving up into MLS. So having that experience in the back of your head, what do you bring to the table with Minnesota? Well, obviously, I've, I've been through it all from uh, picking players to, to working with players, uh, trying to get to the next level, and also working with players that um, aren't quite up to the, the skill or ability to get to the next level. Um, it's, a, it's a difficult uh, time to, to keep a team focused um, when, you know, some other city, some organization is thinking about the next few years. Sure. Um, I've gone through it all, and uh, I'm really looking forward to doing it here and bringing my expertise um, to Minnesota. Um, how did you end up here? I mean, I know you, you knew Carl and Manny, but how did that relationship start? And I know, I mean, I remember your days in the USL and, yeah, yeah. and going way back. I'm, a, I'm an old-timer. So. No, we've, we've, uh, <laughs> we've been in touch with these guys um, for years, really. Okay. Um, Minnesota trained down at our training ground in Orlando um, this past uh, uh, summer. Mm-hmm. I guess winter it would have been. So mm-hmm. um, we've just stayed in touch with them for years. We've always went down and saw him play down in Tampa. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, always had a good relationship um, with Manny and Carl. And then uh, when uh, you know when I was uh, uh, released from Orlando, it was just a really good opportunity to, to bring what I know about moving mm-hmm. up to the top division uh, and using it here. And what do you think the, the motivating factor for them was to bring you in? Um, what, what's the yeah. strengths that, that the reason why? One, I think the you know, familiarity and two, knowledge about how to get uh, a team prepared for the MLS. I think we did a decent job in Orlando. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also kind of more of an attacking uh, influence on, on the side of things, and I think that Carl was looking for that. Um, but most importantly, I think that you know we've we've been spending so much time together over the last few years that I think the familiarity and uh, certain expertise in, in bringing a team up to the top division is most important. I, th- I think with Orlando, probably the the biggest victory as far as players who moved up was Kevin Molino. You think he was the one, despite the injury, that people were most excited about. So when you're looking at players that are currently on a roster that could go up, there's obviously like output. But what do you watch for, and what really sets those players apart? Well, certainly Kev. Uh, you know, we worked with Kev for five years prior to going to MLS. So it was one of those things we were also familiar with Kev but also we knew he had the ability to go forward um, athleticism in the top division is definitely a necessity um, playing quick um, in uh, tight spaces because teams don't know how to defend and, and defend quite well So, um, and I think that you know, being familiar with North America too is, is a big thing. You know, some of the players don't realize how big the country is. Right. And there's three time differences. There's, you know, the the athleticism it takes to get around. Um, and then, I mean, the season is a grind. It's a long, long season. So, um, I think that just uh, the familiarity with the league, with North America, uh, and the, the personnel is important. Um, you know, I think you may have already somewhat answered this, but. Specifically, what is your role here? You know, obviously, number one is to assist Carl. You know, that's the number one job for me is to assist Carl. Uh, obviously, so will, will you be his number two assistant on this? You know, I, I don't think it's really broken up. Into, okay. I'm not here to okay. step on anyone's toes okay. or anything like that. But, um, you know, to assist Carl with, with obviously choosing players for this year and help, help you know, Manny in, in, in any way, fashion I can. Um, but I, I think that Carl did want to bring some sort of attacking uh, 
bring you know, expertise and knowledge uh, into the club. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm here to do anything I can. We, the one thing that, that we did in Orlando and that I think a lot of teams have to do is you have, you have to wear a lot of hats. Uh, uh, and uh, I think that I've done that in Orlando and hopefully I can do that here. Well then, uh, what did you get? I mean, last year sucked. I'm guessing. Yeah, from a standpoint, <laughs> not being able to be on the field. Like, I mean, there's no two ways around it, though. But what were you able to get out of that? That's beneficial, and that you think you'll be able to use this year. You know, it, it, it's weird because um, last year was this weirdly amazing year. You know, I, I had something that happened to me for the first time in my career that was out of my control and that kept me out for the, the remainder of the season for a very extended period of time and I had a long process that recovers it. Um, you know, I got to welcome in my, my son for the first time, you know, my firstborn. That was an amazing experience too. So, you know, it, it, it allowed me to put a lot of things in perspective about the game and, and how much I missed it. And from the, the minute that it happened, I guess the thing that made me most happy was I never really got too down about it. I was kind of excited about the challenge of, of coming back from this and getting to this moment where I get to play again. And I think that little carrot in front of me the whole time kept me chasing it. And, you know, and, and so I think that was my biggest thing was I kind of had something, a bigger goal in mind that I was chasing towards. And it was something different than I've ever had before, you know? Right. Yeah. Appreciate that. So you have you worked with Ian before? Yeah. In your time in Orlando? Yeah. yeah so. I played with Ian even in Austin when he came in 2000. And, um, nine or 2010, and he was a player coach there, just starting out as an assistant under Adrian. And then he made the move to Orlando, did mm -hmm. a player assistant there, and then became the full time assistant. So I've known Ian for since 09, 2010. Yeah. Anything yeah. you can tell us about him? He's, Coaching style, everything? Yeah. I mean, just a, he's always been a student of the game. He understands it, you know, brilliantly. Even when it got to the point later in his career when he was not physically able to do it, just. He was like a coach on the field. So it made sense when he transitioned to actually being a coach because he was already doing that while on the field. Now he just put the, he just traded the cleats for a suit on the side. You know what I mean? And, right. and it's, um, it, I'm really happy that we have him here because the way he likes to play the game, I love. I absolutely love. And it's fun getting to talk to some of the other guys because they're getting a glimpse of it. And obviously they kind of ask me, was this what it was like? And, you know, before when you were with them, and I'm like, yeah, and he's going to say this and he's going to expect this and he's going to want that. Mm -hmm. And it's cool because I'm familiar with it, you know, and, and right. it's nice to have a familiarity when you go out with your style of play each week. And well, so What is that style of play that he really loves and it is exciting? It's it's finding spaces. It's, it's, it's being smart about what you do and not just necessarily trying to be completely athletic and outrun every team and, and win a track meet. It's... You know, put put the other defenders in a position where they have to make a decision. If I'm an outside midfield and I come in, is the outside back going to come with me? Well, if he does, then JD's going to go down the line, and JD's going to go get the ball. Or if he wises up and realizes, okay, I can't do that, I've got to watch JD flying up the wing, well, now I'm open in the field. So it, it puts you in this position where, for the other team, it sucks. Because no matter what you do, there's two ways to, to beat you. And if you're smart enough, which we have the players, Ibsen, Pitch, Greg, Giuliano, smart guys, they're going to look up and go, I've got two options. Which one do I make real quick and then go? So it just puts you in a position to think. If you can think quickly and be clean with what you do, we're going we're gonna to be pretty good with that. Sure. And I mean, yeah. so you have that continuity, and then you have yeah. the continuity um, with Carl. Now moving into a head coaching position from day one of practice, is there anything you noticed that was just a major difference in how it went? You know, I, I mean, 
having Carl coach is something that I think everyone is generally happy for him to have that opportunity to be a head coach, you know, and, and so I think we all want to do really well for him. So you, you see a lot of guys that when he says something, it's put your head down and do it. You know what I mean? And, and you, cause you want to do well for him. You want him to succeed. You want to do what you can to help him, you know, succeed. And I think that's, what's going to be really fun is seeing that sense of excitement, enthusiasm for guys to, to want to, I mean, everybody buys into what Carl says. He's one of the most down to earth, smart guys that just says stuff that makes sense all the time. And that's on the field and off the field. So, I mean, the guys really relate to it and gravitate towards that. And you see it when, I mean, look, I mean, everybody loves Carl. How can you not love him? You know? It's a cool dude. Yeah. And that accent. Oh, man. It makes everything funnier with his jokes. He would have told you the bad joke. I wouldn't have told you because it would have still been funny. <laughs> sure. So, uh, yeah. So, I guess my only other thing is you switched, or NASL switches this year, a new ball. Yeah. Um, and so, we can be moving to Under Armour. Were you, you were playing with something like that today, right? It wasn't yeah. Like yeah, we played with it. That is the ball. So, if you see it around, that is it. But How did it feel? Good. A little bit, little bit heavier than the last one, but it, it pings. It flies. It's a good ball. From I mean, first day, first impression, the guys are real quick to make a decision on if they like it or not, and if it's bad, you know right away. And I didn't mind it, so it's kind of cool to see what Under Armour's getting into the getting into the soccer ball game. I didn't know they were yeah, until today. <laughs> Do you guys have to make any changes at all when something like this happens when a new ball comes in? I mean, yeah, you see, in the first couple of passing deals, you're trying to figure it out. You know, mm-hmm. it does. It, it absolutely does make a difference, and it may not seem like it, but. It, it does a little bit, but at the end of the day, a day or two, and then you're fine. A drill or two, a couple of times, you get used to it, and you know you'll figure it out. But it's kind of fun. It looks cool, and there's a red one and a yellow one. We were joking. The only like one of the yellow ones are on. Was that like the money ball? Do you get, like, <laughs> five goals? Yeah, right. right. The right. lights go off right. suddenly. Like yeah. the goals like light up. Yeah, exactly. Like, so. <laughs> so, Cosmic uh, soccer. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, and then, do you have any personal goals for this year, going into it for you? Of course, yeah. I mean, I want to be, I want to be the kind of player that everyone enjoys playing with, whether I score ten goals or one. Um, I want to be a player that everyone wants on the field with them because I'm going to do what I need to do to be successful myself, but also make others successful around me. And if I can do that, I'll take a lot more pleasure out of out of the group being better than just myself so whatever that means if it means you know team jumps on the back or I am, am giving Christian or Stefano or Lance or whoever 10 assists you know right. I don't care I just want to make everyone better around me yeah sure that's awesome dude cool. enough And that was Minnesota United midfielder Jamie Watson. And before that, you heard from their new assistant coach, Ian Fuller. Well, as always, you can subscribe to us at TWO United Fans on Twitter and send us your comments, feedback, and questions. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Goodbye. (laughs) 